0: With Hashem's assistance, we are learning about da page 85. We begin four lines. We said in the Mishnah that there are five different types of damages that a person who damages a person has an obligation to pay. First is Nezek, the actual damage itself. Then we have Tsa'ar, pain, Ripu, the doctor bills, Shaves, the loss of work, Bush, the embarrassment. So, now, in regards to the pain that a person has to pay for, so the Mishnah said that the way that we determine how much has to be paid is we ask the guy, or we, we evaluate how much a person will be willing to take to undergo such pain. So now, so we understand if you just have pain alone, or we seem to understand if you just have pain alone, how we determine it, but how do we determine it in a case where there's also damage along with it? How do we separate the two values and determine how much he has to pay for pain? So the father of Shemuel said as follows, We determine how much a person would be willing to take in order to have his arm chopped off. That would be the amount of money that would tell us how much pain he has. Hold on a Hold on a second. If we're talking about how much a person would take to have his arm chopped off, that value would not include just the pain. You have all five of the different damages are included in that amount of money. Not only that, but what we're talking about. Fools, nobody in their right mind would take money, any amount of money, in order to have his arm chopped off. So that can't be the way that we determine it. Stigmar so says like this, the way that we determine the pain is we're talking about a person who has an arm that's barely holding on. It's, it's hanging on by strings. And he can't use the arm for any purpose. So to have that type of arm chopped off, it is painful. But it doesn't involve the other four things. So the question is, how much would a person be willing to take for that? And, and that that's, that could determine for us how much pain, how much the pain is worth. So the Immortal says, That case also it doesn't just involve pain. There are other things that are involved. There's also, so, embarrassment involves so that value is not going to just put our finger and isolate the value of the pain because it also involves embarrassment because it's an embarrassment for someone to have his arm chopped off and then for the arm to be thrown off to the dogs to be eaten. Ella, so it must be that in order to determine to isolate the amount of money, the amount, the value of that pain. How do we do that? Let's say we have a person who the king has determined that his arm has to be chopped off, whatever sin he did, whatever grievous, horrible thing he did, so his arm has to be chopped off. Now this person wants to switch from, from instead of it being taken off in a painless way with some kind of a poison that shrivels it up, so they're gonna take it off with a sword. So the question is, how much would a person be willing to take? How much money could you buy him off in order to up the ante and make it more difficult for him. So like says, "Hold on a second, Amri." We say like this: Hakanami Here too, leshakel Nobody in their right mind would take money to receive such kind of pain so says no. So this is the way that we're going to determine it how much of a person whose arm is supposed to be chopped off because of a king's decree and to switch it being sayf lasam originally it's supposed to be chopped off and the messenger is coming to do it with a sword now the person who's about to have his arm chopped off he says please please instead of doing it with a sword do it in a painless way with poison so how much would a person be willing to pay to switch it from a sword to poison and that amount will be able to tell us how much the pain is worth so the Messiah says, hold on a second. It says in the Mishnah, how much would a person be willing to take? Not how much a person would be willing to give. So it's in, inaccurate. This explanation is not precisely explaining what the Mishnah says. explains. What does it mean to take? What does it mean we figure out how much this person would be willing to take? We're talking about It means how much would the person who got damaged, his arm was already chopped off, how much would he be willing to take? from the person who caused the damage based on what a person would be willing to give to have his arm not chopped off but rather shriveled up with poison the Gemara continues we said in the Mishnah that a person has to pay the doctor bills and the, the Mishnah continues to say that there's an obligation to pay if the wound it got worse over time so until it gets better completely so there's an obligation on the person who inflicted the wound that was originally inflicted if the wound grew mach because of the original infliction of the wound, and the wound itself got larger, So the Tanakhama holds that you have to pay for the doctor bills, and you also have to pay for any loss of work that was caused, even though the loss of work was only caused by a later development. But if the later development occurred, not because of the original wound, so obviously he doesn't have to pay for the doctor bills. He also does not have to pay for the loss of work, since it wasn't a direct result of his original, original wound Rabbi Yehuda Rabbi Judah says even if it's because of the original wound meaning something that was inflicted and the wound grew and later on so he needed greater doctor bills so that has to be paid but he does not have to pay now for his loss of work The say, in regards to paying for the loss of work and the doctor bills any case where you have there's an obligation to pay for the loss of work you also have an obligation to pay for the doctor bills But if there's no obligation to pay for the loss of work, there's also no obligation to pay for the doctor bills. So these sages hold that in the case that Rabbi Huda just said where there's no obligation to pay for the shaves, for the loss of work. Why? Because the the loss of work was not a direct result of the wound that was originally inflicted. So therefore, there's also going to be no obligation to pay for the doctor bills either. So it comes out according to these sages, so there's no obligation at all. But according to the original sages, so there will be an obligation to pay both for the loss of work and for the doctor bills that are not a direct result of the original wound inflicted. They're only an indirect result of the original wound inflicted. Now, the Gemara says, but my What is the argument between these three different tanoim? Amr Rabbi, Rabbi says like this. I met the sages in the yeshiva, the they were sitting and saying as follows. The argument here has to do with, if let's say someone gets damaged, he gets a wound. So, because it's very cold, he'll want to wrap up the wound so he doesn't experience a tremendous amount of pain. However, when he wraps up the wound, so it's actually going to make the wound get worse. So, now the issue here has to do with if he has the right to allow the wound to get worse and thereby cause the person who caused the original wound who inflicted the original wound to have to pay for the extra doctor bills the hold that if a person gets wounded so he has a right to place it inside of a bandage in order that it shouldn't be as painful even though it's going to create a greater amount of doctor bills and it's going to go and the person who caused the wound is going to have to pay for that no the person who got wounded does not have the right even though it's painful for him he wants to bandage it up he doesn't have the right to make the wound worse and then make the person the other person have to pay for it. So now, the Tanabekra So according to Rabbi Yehuda, this said it says in the Torah more than once it says that a person has to pay for the doctor bills, so therefore, even in this case, the, the person who caused the damage originally, he's gonna still have to pay for the doctor bills. However, Shevis, the Loy since it doesn't say in the Torah more than once that he has to pay for the loss of work, Loy Michaev, there's no obligation for him to pay for that. So Rabbi, who had found the sages and they were discussing this, so he says to them, If according to Rebbe Yehuda, the person does not have a right to place his wound, it's a bandage how could it be that there's an obligation on the person who originally caused the damage to have to pay for something that wasn't even his fault it was the fault of the person who got damaged he doesn't even have a right to put on a bandage how could it be everyone agrees says Rabbi that a person who got damaged does have a right to place a bandage on himself even though it's going to make the wound worse he can't overdo it he can't put too many bandages there and thereby cause that the wound should become tremendously inflicted and thereby create an obligation on the person who caused the wound to pay for extra doctor bills so now in such a case holds since he doesn't have a right to place on extra bandages so even if he did there's still going to be an obligation on the person who caused the damage to have to pay for the doctor bills in regards to the loss of work that's a result of these extra bandages so since it doesn't say that a person has to pay for it more than once in the Torah so there's not going to be an obligation on the person who caused the damage originally to have to pay for the loss of work since we already find that the Torah repeated in regards to the doctor bills, and therefore there's an obligation, even though he did something which was really out of his bounds, there's still an obligation. The person originally caused the damage; to have to pay for it. There's also going to be an obligation to pay for the loss of work that was a result of that. Because the Torah puts the two words next to each other, the concept of shavas of a loss of work and the concept of ripuy of paying the doctor bills. So it comes to teach you that wherever you have an obligation to pay for the doctor bills, you also have an obligation to pay for the loss of work. For Yehuda, however, holds shavas that even though the Next to each other, there still is an obligation in regards to the loss of work. to Rak, because the Torah limits the times that a person has to pay for the loss of work by using the word Rak, which means only. He only has to pay. Rak Shivta Yutain. He only has to pay for the for the loss of work. So it's implying that there's a limitation on when he has to pay. Rak, and the Sages, what, what is the? How do they understand the fact that it says the word Rak, which is limiting the times that there's an obligation to pay for the loss of work? So the Sages hold that when is it saying that there's no obligation? There's no obligation to pay for the loss of work if the loss of work was not a direct result of the original wound. According to the second group of sages, the third Tana in the B'raisa, they say that only where there's an obligation to pay for the loss of work is an obligation to pay for the doctor bills. And where you don't have an obligation to pay for the loss of work, you also don't have an obligation to pay for the doctor bills. So in this case, where the person, he made too much of a bandage, so they would hold that there would be no obligation to pay, not for the doctor bills, and not for the loss of work. So why do they hold it? You need to have a double way of saying, why does it say, you you shall heal you shall heal why does it say it twice so they need it for the following bresa, which was stated in the yeshiva of Rabbi Shmuel, the we learned that it was stated in the yeshiva of the verse says doubly you shall heal you shall heal this teaches that our doctor has the right the ability to be able to heal someone Rashi explains because you might think well listen this person God chose that this person should be sick what right do I have to mess around with God's plan so that's what the verse comes to say he shall certainly be healed the Torah is teaching us it says this this double way to teach you that you do have a right the Torah gives God gives us so to speak the ability the right to be able to heal someone who's sick we don't just leave him to fate how do we know that if sores developed because of the original wound, and then the wound got worse, there's an obligation to heal that person. And he also has to pay for the loss of work that's now a result of this kind of indirect, it's a direct result, but it's slightly indirect. How do we you know that there's still an obligation to pay for that Lomar. So the Tanakham learns it out from the fact that it says, He has to pay for the doctor bills, and he also has to pay for the loss of work you might think that even if it was something which is completely indirect and a non-direct result of the wound that's why it says rock only there's a limitation here that you don't have to pay if it wasn't the direct result Rabbi Yehuda says even if it's a direct result of the original wound if it wasn't the actual original wound there won't be an obligation the verse says rock that there's a limitation those who say that when Rabbi Yehuda said that there's no obligation unless we're talking about the original wound itself he meant that there's no obligation at all, like the later sages who said that if there's no obligation to pay for the loss of work, there's also no obligation to pay for the doctor bills. The there's those who say that what Rabbi Yehuda meant Potter, when he said that there's no obligation, if we're not talking about the wound itself, but something that was a result of it, we're talking about that there's no obligation to pay for the loss of work, The but there will be an obligation to pay for the doctor bills. So who's that going to go? Like his father, Rabbi Yehuda we stated previously, You might think that even if it wasn't a direct result of the wound, there would be an obligation to heal him, That's why the verse says, it limits it by saying only. There's only an obligation if there if it was a direct result of the original wound. Shalimachmasamaka, but you currently married says if there was if it wasn't the, a direct result of the original wound, you need a possible verse to teach us that there's no obligation to pay. Amri, <speaking in Hebrew> so we say like this. <speaking in Hebrew> what does it mean that it wasn't a direct result of the wound? Kidatanya, as we have in the Bryce, Harish Avar Divrayfe. Let's say the person who got wounded, he doesn't listen to the doctor. <speaking in Hebrew> and he ate honey or all kinds of sweets. <speaking in Hebrew> Because honey and all kinds of sweets, they're not good for the wound. And then what happened is that the wound became all scabby. So it's a result of the fact that he didn't listen to the doctor. So You might think that in the end, of all it was a result of the original wound. It was an indirect result, and it was because of his own negligence. But still, maybe the person who originally caused the wound, he should have to pay for that. That's why the verse is rock. It's limiting, there's no obligation to pay for that. My gargusni. Sigmar says, what's this gargusni? So Amar Abaya, Nasa kri'chta. is talking about dead skin how does one cure this dead skin? Ahala, Vikir, Vikalva. So you take aloe and wax and resin. These three things together have the ability to cure that if let's say the person who caused damage says to the person who got damaged I'm going to cure you, I'm a doctor so the person who got damaged can say back as far as I'm concerned, you're like a lion crouching in wait to destroy me I'm not interested in you being my doctor if let's say the guy who caused the damage says, listen, I'm going to bring somebody who's a friend of mine and he cures for free, he doesn't charge me money so the person who got damaged can say a doctor who cures for free he's worth that amount of money nothing and if let's say the person who caused the damage says I'm going to bring a doctor from far away who's going to do me a favor he's not going to charge me so much so the person who got damaged can say that a person who's a doctor who comes from far away so since he doesn't have a reputation to uphold in this place he lives elsewhere so he's not going to be responsible he's going to knock out my eye and, and he's, going to, he's going to run away from here so therefore I'm not interested says the, ma- the, mazik can say, the person who got damaged can say I'm not interested in such a doctor the person says the person says if, let's say, the person who got damaged wants to say, you know, give me the money and I will cure myself, so the person who caused the damage can say, you're going to be negligent with yourself, you're going to end up taking more money than you really should be taking for the doctor bills. And if, let's say, the person who got damaged says, listen, we're going to make up a set amount and that's how much you're going to give me, and, and that's all you have to give me. So the person who caused the damage can say, listen, as far as I'm concerned, you're still going to not be careful with yourself. You're not going to properly heal yourself. For Carlisha Ramazic, and then everyone's going to call me an ox that causes damage. So the person who causes damage has the right to protect his own reputation we learned in the all of the other four types of damages, pain, loss of work, etc. All of those things are paid at the same time, even if we're already paying for the physical damage to the to the person himself. How do we know this? The in of verse says a wound in place of a wound. This teaches us why does it have to say it? Seems to be extra. It's teaching us there's an obligation to pay for pain, even if you're already paying for the damages. says, Wait a second, we need that verse to teach us something else. This is teaching us that Rashi says, we learned this out in the second chapter on Daf 26b. This verse, we need to teach us that a person who causes damage, so even if it was done unintentionally or accidentally, it doesn't matter. It's considered, as far as we're concerned, as if you've done it intentionally. So how can you tell me that we use this verse to teach us that there's an obligation to pay for the other types of damages along with the main type of damage? So Mara says, The Torah could have written a wound for a wound. Why does it say an extra word? A wound in place of a wound? Shramaminatati, this is coming to teach us both concepts. Rabba b'mishmei the Rava Amar. Rabba b'mish says the name of Rava Amar. the verse says, Virapa rapei, a healing he shall heal." Liten. This teaches us that you also have to pick for the healing, for the doctor bills, along with the damages. Hami b'yelid the tanad be'ri shmal. The Amar says, "How could it be that that's what is coming to teach you? We need that verse to teach you that which the yeshiva Rabbi Shmuel had. The tanad of Rabbi They learned in a brayso in the yeshiva of Rabbi Shmuel, 'Virapei rapei, a healing he shall heal.' Mikan. From here we learn that <inaudible> that there's a, that there's permission for the person who's a doctor to heal. Heal, like we said before so how can you tell me it's learning out that you that you have an obligation to pay for the healing along with the damage because if it was just coming to teach you that the verse could have said the doctor will heal so, why does it say, virapo yirape, a healing he shall heal? Why does it say it in this unusual way? It's coming to teach you, that there's also an obligation on the person who caused the damage to pay for the doctor bills along with the damages that he caused. So, more hold on a second. We also need this verse to teach you that which we said previously, that there's a second case where there's an obligation to pay for the doctor bills, which was the case where the person put on a bandage and therefore it created sores, that there was a, additional doctor bills to pay for that Sagmar so says Im Cain if it was coming to teach us that Lema Kral the verse say either healing healing or he shall heal he shall heal My what does it say a healing he shall heal this comes to teach you that we learn out three things we learn out first of all that there's that the doctor has a permission to heal second of all we learn out that there's a case even if the bandage was on it the person has a right to put on the bandage and the person who caused the damage has to pay for the sores that develop and the third thing is that there's an obligation to pay for the doctor bills alongside the damages as well the Gemara says now we can deduce from the fact that we said there's an obligation to pay for all these four things alongside of damages that you can have all of these things independent of damage how do we have them each independent so in the case where there's pain so you can have that independently as as we said in the Mishnah what's the case of pain if you burned him with a hot piece of iron or you hit him with a nail even on a place which is like his fingernail where it doesn't make a wound, so that's the case where you have pain without a wound. Ripui, what's the case where you have an independent obligation to pay for the doctor bills? To have a midi, for example, where the person had some kind of pain vesolik and it was getting better and the doctor so he gave him a very strong medicine and that medicine it whitened his skin it looked like it had, he had leprosy he has to give him another medicinal lotion in order to bring back the proper shade of his skin so that's the case where you have separate from the damage you also have Dr. Shaves how do you have an independent case of a loss of work where he locked him up in a room and he didn't allow him to go to work so he didn't actually cause him damage but he caused him a loss of work how do you just have embarrassment without damage directly by he spit in his face. The continues. Sheves, in regards to paying for the loss of work, we don't evaluate it based on the original work that he was able to do before he got damaged, before he lost his hand or his leg, but rather we determine it based on what he theoretically could do now, if not for the fact that he was sitting in bed recuperating which is that he could have been a shomer kishun a guard for a cabbage patch so that's how he gets paid so the way that we determine it is based on the fact that he theoretically if he weren't sick he'd be able to be a guard for a cabbage patch and if you want to say that this is unfair how is this just that all he's getting when this person was well before he wasn't getting paid as a guard over a cabbage patch he was drawing water and getting paid as a water drawer when he had his hand. Before he had before his leg was chopped off so he was able to walk and be a messenger and he would get paid for that. So how is it just what he's getting paid for? The Gemara says It is indeed just. Because as far as what he was getting paid before so we already determined the value of his hand and the value of his foot based on his value before and after as a slave. So that already he got paid for. So now we determine based on the current value of what he would be able to make, missing his leg or his hand. And that's why we evaluate it based on, as if he's a shomer kishun, as if he's a guard over a cabbage patch. Amar um, Rav, brother, Rav says, Kotas yodai, if his hand got chopped off, la yodai so in regards to his hand, so you give him the value of his hand, what, it was, what he was worth before as a slave, what he's worth now, missing the hand, if he were to be sold as a slave, and in regards to the loss of work, shomer kishun. as we said, we look at him as if now he's the guard of a cabbage patch who's out of work and that's how you pay him. Shiver's struggle if let's say he lost his leg, noisily the may first you pay him for the value of his leg. Visheves So he can't be the guard of a cabbage patch because he can't walk around explains Rashi. So rather we view him as if he's a guard who watches to make sure that people don't go into a house. So he's sitting right at the entrance. And that's a kind of payment that he gets. if let's say he blinded him, noisily the may So first he pays him for the value of his vision. Visheves as far as the loss of work who khina berechaim. So we we view him, now that he's sick, he's not able to work, so what could he do now that he's blind? He would be able to, to be a grinder, uh, grinding wheat. That's the amount that we pay him. doesn't require sight. Let's say he deafened him. So a person who's deaf, it seems, in the times of the Gemara, someone who's deaf didn't have the ability to do anything, so therefore he has to give him his full value. The rabbi asks the following question. Let's say at the first stage, somebody chopped off his fellow's hand du in the court didn't evaluate how much money he has to pay for the embarrassment, for the doctor bills, etc. Shivirus and then he broke his leg. Du again they didn't evaluate. Sime then he blinds his eye, Du again they didn't evaluate it, and in the end Kershoi. And in the end so he he made him deaf. So we said that when he, when a person becomes deaf, so you have to pay his full value as a slave. Mahu, what's gonna be the rinan do we say came the who since they did not evaluate him at each stage? Bikad umdenosagile. It's enough to just evaluate him once and he gives him his full value all together. We go at each stage and see how much he was worth before and how much he was worth after via and we give him at each stage, what's the difference? The difference will be as to give him the pain, the value for the pain and the embarrassment that happened at each stage. Granted that in regards to the damage and the deductibles and the loss of work, at each stage, we're not going to give it to him because as Rashi explains, in regards to the deductibles, he never got cured in between and as far as shevis goes, the loss of work, so once he's getting paid for his complete value, so he can't also get paid for his loss of work. The cave and the Kayahev Ledame Kool, since he's giving him his full value, Kimanakat Ledomi, it's as if he's killed him. The Ha Yahiv Ledame Kule is giving him his full value. Tzar however, in regards to the pain and the embarrassment, he should have to pay for each and every stage. Because he did have pain and he did have embarrassment at each stage. If you want to say, since they never evaluated that, so he's just giving the full value all at once. And we don't evaluate the individual pain for each and every stage. What's going to be the halacha if they did evaluate it? We say, since they originally evaluated at each stage, so he has to give it to him. Perhaps came to lay shalom since he has not yet paid. have to make So he just gives him the full value, and perhaps the full value includes whatever pain he's had as well. So Gemara says, we don't have an answer." With Ashem's help, we'll continue from here in the next daily daf.